Hello. Let me first start with a question. Why is it we the people are cheering for our two political parties that are hell-bent on fighting with each other 24-7, 365? Perhaps I'm an odd duck, but, but I thought the job of our elected representatives was to govern us wisely, not daily entertain us with a combative soap opera. Hi. My name is Brad Bartholomew, and welcome to the podcast, America's Worst Enemy, Our Divided Society. It's a pilot's guide of tools and techniques for safe landings. I'm a, I am a retired airline pilot, concerned citizen, storyteller, one-man shop. <laughs> Let's see how this all works out. You might also be interested to know I have a mixed marriage. My wife and I often vote for the same candidates, but my wife leans more liberal, and my roots are certainly more conservative. I will strive to make this podcast intellectually forceful, but hopefully my verbal outbursts will not cross that imaginary political line where loving husbands should not venture. Oh well, at least the dog was always happy to see me. Changing the, changing the subject a bit. As a professional pilot, I wouldn't attempt any flight plan, any flight without a good flight plan. So here's our flight plan for this podcast. Number one, focus forward. Number two, play as a team. Number three, turn away, turn away from danger. The reality is one of the few things that we can agree on in America is that we're badly divided and no one really seems to be having any fun. So, so I understand a flight plan of focus forward, play as a team, turn away from danger, may seem foolishly unattainable today. But I passionately disagree. I believe we can make the necessary course corrections to regain our true roots of being an educated, informed, civilized society and start, once again, enjoying the prosperity of consistently making safe landings. I believe we can, and I believe we must. Also, uh, this might be a good time to be crystal clear. <laughs> I'm not running for political office or trying to sell you anything. Yes, I'm just one simple voice in the crowd, and many of my close friends may still judge, judge me as tilting at windmills. But I believe because of my training from some outstanding instructors mentoring from some remarkable leaders, my varied experiences, and my unique observations that I can offer several time-tested, constructive, old-school tools and techniques that can lead to multiple paths forward. Oh, there's a catch, however. <laughs> to travel these paths forward safely, it does require common sense common decency, and open minds that are purposely seeking reality. Like I said, let's see how this works out. <laughs> Here's some wisdom from my profession. Never let your airplane go someplace your brain did not go five minutes before. Flying airplanes safely is definitely a head game. And that's where this podcast starts. As a society... We have rewired our brains as combatants to 
recapture safe landings, we collectively will need to use our problem-solving brains. And just to clarify a tangent point, if you're expecting to hear more about your rights as U.S. citizens on this podcast, please stop listening. For the most part, I'm going to focus on our responsibilities as citizens. This is my third attempt at this material, so, so what's my motivation? <laughs> That's easy. We just got our first granddaughter. She is precious, and I really love spending time with her. The joke around the house is, it looks like Emily is babysitting granddad again. My wife and I are enjoying retirement, and I'm not concerned about what's ahead for us. But I am deeply concerned about what world we are passing on to our granddaughter and her generation. That's my motivation for doing this podcast. Your motivation for listening may be completely different. And that's a good thing. If we Americans are going to make the significant changes in the way we think and act, we are going to need to welcome a variety of viewpoints, experiences, skills, and motivations that are fiercely focused on working together for the greater good. This same working together attitude I'm referring to here is the exact mindset pilots must, must have to make safe landings, especially when flying becomes suddenly stressful. I, I guess we American citizens have a pretty simple choice. We can mentally continue to fiercely fight with each other, which will most likely continue to accelerate our decline. Or, or, or perhaps we can choose to work together collectively using our problem-solving brains to secure more landings, safe landings today and tomorrow. Oh yeah, there, there's, a, there's a third option. We, we, we can just all ignore this bullshit and let future generations deal with it. Pilots never select this third option. Most good parents do not either. Ultimately, the world my granddaughter's generation will experience tomorrow will be greatly influenced by the choices we American citizens make today. Okay, enough of that psychobabble yakety yak. When I told uh, two of my close friends I was going to make a podcast about our divided society, uh, it didn't go too well. <laughs> my first uh, friend flatly said, Don't do it. Everybody's sick and tired of talking about it. My response? I'm not making the observation that we're divided and polarized. More forcefully, I'm making the observation that our divided society is dangerous. When I was talking to my second friend, I was rambling on about how the analytical lens I use came from a book I read in college many, many years ago titled Groupthink, written by Professor Janice. My good friend stopped me mid-sentence and blurted out, I, I, I don't care about any of this gobbledygook. I want to know what my wife and I can do to stop all this madness. That stumped me. My friend made a great point. 
and it changed the trajectory of this podcast. This podcast has two tasks. Task number one, deconstruct how we became divided so that we can remove the mental chains that have imprisoned many of our minds, making some of us ideological zombies. Professor Janus called this psychology. I call it a head game. Task number two. To honor my second friend's frustration, at the end of every podcast, I will offer time-tested mental, verbal, or behavioral changes that some of us, any of us, or all of us can use to positively influence our collective future. To accomplish these two tasks, I will tell stories from three parts of my life. The first was my profession of flying airplanes with passengers on board. The second was my work environment, which was dominated by union management relations. And the third was at home raising a family. I flew airplanes for 40 plus years. I was a union member for 30 plus years. And next month, my wife and I will enjoy and celebrate 43 years of marriage. In each of these three parts of my life, I will tell stories of internal group dynamics of family, friends, and colleagues in stressful situations. It may surprise you to know how closely the internal dynamics of such of these small group stressful situations correlate directly to the internal dynamics of stressful situations we are facing today in our American society, which is simply a very large group of humans. In a nutshell, in a nutshell Professor Janist analyzed a small group of decision makers in the Kennedy administration during stressful situations. I expect experienced similar dynamics in a large group of union pilots, and now I'm trying to apply those same insights and understandings to a much larger American society. To add more context to this podcast, let me share what I call the Aviation Debrief. Flying airplanes safely is an important and expensive, is, is important and expensive, and so is our training. Most of our continuing training is now done in simulators. When I retired, my airline's training facility had housed more than a dozen simulators, and the facility cost close to half a billion dollars. Over my 40-plus years of flying, I have had a gazillion sim rides. In each sim ride, pilots are exposed to expected and unexpected emergency scenarios which have to be performed properly, meaning another safe landing. Oh yeah, simulator rides can be a wonderfully humbling experience for pilots. <laughs> Even in a sim ride, however, the, the real lessons of the intense training are often not completely grasped until the debrief, when the simulated flying is over and the pilots are sitting at the table, doing a hard mental scrub, discussing with the instructor pilot exactly what happened during the ride and why. Did I mention simulators are a lot of fun? Oh yeah. Here's another aspect of pilot training. What is the biggest mental mistake a pilot can make flying? 
playing the blame game. Of course, we pilots are still human, and yes, we can instantly find ways to blame the weather or headquarters or the air traffic controller or maintenance. But why is this such a mental error? Because when you blame others or play the victim, nothing is learned. What's the ultimate purpose of these expensive training simulator events on the ground? to improve future performance in the air. Let's see how, if I can personalize this for you, the passengers of this podcast. <laughs> okay, let's uh, say on the next uh, airline flight for business or pleasure, you're flying smoothly in the air, six or seven miles above the ground, going through the sky at about four or 500 miles per hour, and it's, you're... It's a smooth flight, and you're looking out the window, and then you suddenly hear a large bang, and the plane violently lurches sideways and then starts down. And you're looking out the window, and you see smoke and fire coming out of one of the two engines. At that exact moment, do you want the pilots up front to have a five-minute bitch session blaming maintenance or fighting with each other? Or do you need them to confidently perform the emergency procedures they have experienced and practiced many times on the ground before in a simulator? Why, why did I offer this story about aviation training? It's simple. The only purpose of this podcast is to improve future performance, which will require a hard mental scrub. Along with our willingness to mentally submit to a humbling hard scrub is the requirement to stop playing the blame game. Let me go back to my opening question. Why are we the people cheering for our two political parties that seem to believe fighting with each other and playing the blame game is the path of prosperity for us? Now, now I agree, our cheering is fueling their prosperity. Oh yeah, have you noticed? They do ask for money 24-7-365. But, but exactly, what's in it for us? Or our families? Or in my case, our precious granddaughter? Human history is very clear. We Americans are not entitled to safe landings. We must earn them every day. Here are some observations from my many past instructors and mentors. It's best to show up on time, properly prepared, focused forward, and working together as a constructive team, and always seeking a firm grasp of reality. Uh-oh. Um, Teddy, our 150-pound Newfoundland, thinks it's time for a dog walk. B before I go, I need to offer the three powerful tools that I will discuss in much greater detail in later podcasts. These tools will help us, can help us, and will help us to move forward safely. One, withhold enthusiasm. Two, self-policing. Three, playing as a team.
for now. Safe landings, everyone.